Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Castle of Illusion, starring Mickey Mouse. Mickey's Castle of Illusion was developed and released by Sega for the Genesis and Mega Drive in November of 1990 for North America and Japan, but not until March of 91 for PAL territories. Oh, really? So, they had to wait a little bit. Yeah, a couple months, right? Not too bad. Not too horrible. Now, it was known as I Love Mickey Mouse in Japan. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty funny. And it is the first in the Illusion series of games starring Mickey. Yeah, um, it is also the first one I've ever played in that series. Um, so I, I don't know. I've seen them around. World of Illusion, there's a couple more, right? Uh, I only know of World of Illusion, but sure. I, I think okay. there may be one more than that. I Yeah, I, I, I missed them somehow. Well, we weren't Genesis kids. That's true, it's true. So, now, this game was part of the second wave of Genesis releases. So it wasn't in the launch window, but it was in the second wave. Right, right. Well, I mean... It, Very early on. Because, I mean, it came out, in, what, in like 88 and 89 or? is when the system was released in the U.S. Right, right. But it had been out, in, at this point, in almost two years in Japan. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, this game was also used as a pack-in uh, for many systems in the pre-Sonic days. Yeah, yeah. This is an early uh, pre, yeah, pre-Sonic. It's very... Uh, important uh, i don't know we'll talk about that later now the game was also ported to the game gear and the master system at some point and i you'll find a lot of games were on both of those mm-hmm. because the game gear was basically a portable master system right right yeah i had a precious little experience with it but uh, it was actually somewhat impressive if you're willing to drain all your batteries in a half hour or whatever yeah And then there was a modern remake of this game that was released in 2013 on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Okay. uh, The PSN and on PCs. I'm not sure if the PC version is available still. If so, it's probably your only way of getting it. So, Hmm. good luck. (laughs) Well, Nick, what kind of game is uh, Mickey's Castle of Illusion? Well... Castle of Illusion is a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, Two-dimensional? Yeah, yeah. Good standard. Old, uh, I mean, it's got a little... I mean, you can backtrack. Yes. I mean, not through levels, but, you you know, it doesn't force scroll you to the right. You know, you go... Right. It's you know. pretty standard for a uh, 16-bit game. Yeah. Now, you are Mickey Mouse, the one and only. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows him. And you can jump uh, Mario style. Now, I swear there's a better name for that jump, that, right, that style right, of jump. Right. I, I know I've heard it at some point, but I cannot find it online or remember it. So if anyone out there knows, let me know. So I I can maybe stop saying Mario Jump every other episode. You know, I feel like it's, you know, arcade games don't, you know, they're more Castlevania Jump. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Like, but it's like console games, especially platform ones, you know, really aped that from Mario. So, you know, or maybe even another previous game. I don't know. And you do have quite the wild uh, high and long jump for Mickey. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... It's not like floaty either. It's weird. It's a big, I don't know. It's not a bad jump. Uh, you get a good range and uh, you can, I mean, 
Well, you had also attack by jumping in this game. Yeah, but it's not, you know, you don't just jump on someone. you got to hit your button again. You either hit your jump button or down to yeah, do your stomp. You don't have to time it, though, do you? It doesn't have to be exactly when you hit them. No. I, it can I, be any time after you've jumped, you just have to hold down that jump button. Yeah, that's why, um, you know, because that can help because if you hold it down longer, obviously you're jumping farther. Mm-hmm. I always just use the down arrow because I could hit that as soon as I jumped without affecting my arc. Okay, and oddly enough, I would always just hit the jump button again. I didn't realize that you could do that till after uh, I had already beat the game. So oh, okay. And <laughs> that, like... that seemed to give you quite a high bounce. But um, timing-wise, yeah. for me, it was just a lot easier. I got you, And yeah. this attack method does take, a, I think, a little while to get used to. Yeah, I mean, this is a it's a unique jump. So, I mean, it's got great utility, but it does take a... Like I said, there's not a lot like it, it specifically. Now, it's not your only method of attack. Uh, you can also attack by throwing objects. And these objects you find scattered throughout uh, the specific level you use them in. Yeah, there's several different uh, types. Um, well... Yeah. Well, like in level one, it's uh, apples. Yeah, I think there's apples, marbles, and candles. Okay. So. Now, they're all, you know, for most purposes, the exact same. They do the same amount of damage. They're yeah. just a different sprite. Yeah, yeah. Now, also in this game, you have uh, health, uh, or as they call it, power. Yeah, or uh, in the manual, they're called power spheres. Okay, well, you start with uh, three. Is that correct? Um, on the Yeah, on the normal mode. Okay. And if you go down to easy, I think you get five and then... Hmm. Maybe you start with less than that on on difficult. I didn't play it on difficult. so. And you refill that um, power by finding stars? Uh, yeah. And, I mean, it's like you start with three, but you can hold up to five. So two stars, you can, uh, you know, so you can pump up a little bit. Yeah. And then you also refill your energy once you've beaten a stage or level. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty standard fare there. I would expect no less. You also start the game with three lives, or as they call them, tries i thought that's so cute it makes i feel like i wonder if that's the disney people are coming in and they're like no you know it's not life he's not getting hurt yeah he didn't lose a life he didn't lose a life you don't have like life points it's power spheres like yeah it's definitely a gentler uh tone with all of the naming conventions in this and again that could be a disney thing that could be that one of the things is i feel this game was aimed at slightly younger players as well i can see that um i mean it's fine i don't it doesn't bother me at all i I think it's uh i I think it gives a little charm in a way no i do agree i i I like the uh tries anyways i mean that was that was parlance you know of the time in the nes era yeah well i mean there was never you know people could call you know extra lives extra men uh how many you know tries or yeah tries or i i this wasn't the first time i heard it but this took me back because i hadn't heard it in a long time well i don't think i've ever seen it right explicitly spelled out for me and that's what made it really sweet now you can also get more tries uh by finding mickey mouse heads yeah or yeah the little ears Mm -hmm. like it looks like yeah i'm sorry those are those are like the cap really right right that you would get at disney world the classic disney world headwear or did that really start with the mickey mouse club maybe i don't know i I think it did full disclosure never been to any disney world disney parks things so i don't know about i don't know about the ears i've been there and i've gotten the ears nice i think memory serves me correctly the ears originated on the mickey mouse club show i think so and then spread to the parks the super old yes and then funicello yeah Yeah. you can also get uh more tries by getting a certain number of points uh, yeah. Um, Do you know what that is? In the yes, in the oh, manual, okay. it's you get your first one up at forty thousand points, and then after that, it's every fifty thousand. 
I did manage to get at least one, I think, by points, but I, I never noticed when or how. By the last one, ooh, yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, you get bonus points as well for finding little gems. They're worth 100. Yeah, you find them scattered throughout the levels. And then you can get points from stars. If if you have full life, you get there, a, a star is worth 1,000 points to you. All right. And then, oh yeah, well, we didn't mention that you can find a bag of items that gives you plus 10 ammunition of whatever your apple, marble, whatever. You know, a little, it looks like a little sack. Yeah, yeah, I guess I did get that. It gives you some ammo. And I mean, this, okay, in the manual, at least, it says that uh, if you ha already have 20 items and you get it, you get 1,000 points. But the other one makes you have full. I don't know. I didn't get a lot of these. So. Neither did I. In fact, <laughs> I got so few that I can barely remember getting it. Now, one other thing to mention, I think that you did briefly, is that there is an easy mode in this game mm -hmm. that is definitely for smaller kids. Oh, and yeah. the easy mode is actually only the first three levels. Okay. And it's got easier enemies in each level and no bosses. Oh, okay. <laughs> bosses aren't the hardest. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Nick, this is a 16-bit game. It's a Disney property. Yes. And developed by the flagship Sega. It is. I'm really hoping that there is a really nice manual. Um, well, there's an okay manual in there. Uh, there's, I mean, it's a pretty simple game, so, you know, you can't expect there to be a huge book, but... True, uh, but at least artwork-wise. Yeah, well, um, you do get, uh, it's 15 pages, it's all black and white, and, uh, you do get screenshots in there of stuff, but there is no artwork in the entire book, so Wait, I was a little disappointed. In a, Dis in a Disney game manual you think they would just be like here have some mickey mouse pictures like they're free you already got the license right i don't know Maybe... i mean there has to be thousands upon thousands of mickey mouse drawings <laughs> that know. already exist yeah but there's none in this manual so weird but uh yeah uh you get a little story um well uh mickey and minnie are dancing in the woods of vera city and uh she gets kidnapped oh, I've, I've seen Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get, you know, at the beginning it shows you, but Ms. the evil witch Miserable kidnaps her because she's going to make her, to steal her beauty. She's going to become beautiful and, and Minnie will become ugly like her. Okay. Is the, but an old man tells you to go get these seven gems from the Castle of Illusion to do it. And that's, there you go. And you do. So how about uh, enemies? We have a decent enemy list? We do not. There are no enemies at all are named, including bosses. So. <laughs> well, good, because I've got some... I've got some really good names for these I mean, bosses. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, you get, uh, yeah, there's some little level previews. Uh, you get some pretty meh hints, although there's one that tells you specifically. Well, it's in the level preview, I think, for the whichever level. Uh, I think it's a library where you go through the milk yeah. crate or thing where it's like, maybe milk you bottle. should, maybe, yeah, milk bottle. It's like, maybe you should check it out. Uh, so, uh -huh. you know, just letting you know. And all right. to bring it all home. We've got one of the famous Sega grid-style score charts. Oh. So you can keep track of your scores. Nice. Well, Nick, what is your personal history with this game? Um, the times I played it this week. <laughs> so that'd be a big, fat goose egg? Yeah, um, I always... I knew of this game, but I never owned a Sega Genesis, mm -hmm. and my only friends or acquaintances who had it, you know, they didn't have it in this time period. Like right. it would be another year or so before in a post Sonic world. So well, I never played it. As some readers may remember, my best friend had a Genesis and he had the duck side of this coin. He had quack shot. 
Okay. I, again, I've never played that either. I've heard good stuff. We'll probably be doing that one in the future as well, but uh, mm-hmm. I did not have any experience with this game at all. And here at the Cartridge Command Center, we get a lot of our ideas about what games to do next from our patrons and our fans on Facebook. And since neither of us has any experience with this game, I thought I would read a little bit from one of our Cartridge Commandos, Steven, out there. And he really uh, pushed hard for us to review this one. So that's pretty much the main reason we are. He's been a a big supporter since the early days of the podcast. For sure, man. Shout out to Steven. Now, Steven says... The very first home console me and my brother got came as a Christmas present in the form of the Sega Mega Drive, complete with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion. Obviously, Sonic is a fantastic game, etc., etc. However, I spent many hours playing and replaying Castle of Illusion and to this day think it is one of the best platformers the Mega Drive has to offer. I am 34 and played that game when I was about 9. So many good memories. <laughs> Now, Nick, what was your more recent experience with this game? Um, I played and beat this game. Um, I played it, eh, I think, about four different times. Uh, oh, really? You know, I I was uh, I got to the third or fourth level the first time before I ran out of continues, and then you know, you, you kind of you know you explore and get a little better at each level as you go. So I, by the end, I was able to pull it through, and you know, it was, it was a good time. Well, I played this game just twice. Yeah. Uh, the first time, I think I made it to about the third level. And um, I didn't use all my continues. I just kind of was wound in for the night, and I knew I could do a lot better the mm-hmm. next day. So on my second playthrough, I just went from start to finish. I, I mean, did. It I was did about some a, dumb stuff, but about an hour and a half of play, maybe yeah. maybe to two. But um, yeah, it's not a not a long game. And I did luck out in a few areas. Uh, we'll talk about in a little bit. I know there was some mazy parts and some quick uh, water areas, and I oh. literally just chose correctly on the first try <laughs> with, with many many uh, parts of levels. Nice. Well, now we find ourselves in the general chat portion of the show. And, you know, I have to say this is not bad at all for a second year game. Yeah, um, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a fun, simple platforming game, you know, with some creative elements. Most levels have a little something going on, you know, to add to it. But I will also add, it's not that great either. Well, it is f- does feel like uh, more like an old school like eight bit platformer that's kind of Definitely. blown up. Like you can do a little more. Um, well, I feel like it has a lot the the speed of an eight bit platformer. Yeah, that's but it the graphical flourishes of the sixteen bit era. Yeah, it's uh you know those are kind of hallmarks of early. 16-bit games where you know the graphics are one of the first things to come up i mean the animation looks really good in this yeah uh, you know and you get for the first time a lot of those things like an idle animation on mickey yeah, or, or the edge of the ledge yeah yeah which that's the first time where i was like whoa he he did this before sonic like that was a thing for me when i first played sonic the hedgehog as right. a kid and i was like that's awesome but no, mickey did it first and then another thing i'd like to note is that um i did play this game at first on a modern screen and okay. i find that that was actually a mistake i went back and played the most of it on a crt tube oh okay and it looks so much better nice okay. uh, this is definitely one of those games where they used the blending of the pixels to mm-hmm. their advantage and it really makes the animations a lot smoother i can see that um especially in his face um i noticed his face looked a little weird to me at certain times when i was using a 
a flat screen. But once I went to the CRT, it really smoothed out and, and looked more classic Mickey. I can I can see that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the big thing that, uh, you know, again, I feel like this is a game where its brevity works in its favor because, yes, you know, the levels, there's enough to play around with. You can explore a little, find some power-ups and stuff. It's a, a little more engaging to me than say donkey kong country where it's all just bananas and bananas you know at least right. you get even though your weapons aren't that consequential you know you got something yeah it is nice to have you know something to look for outside the main path but also to know that you're not going to get horribly lost and there's nothing in this game that's really too terribly hard that's no 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 points that are just going to drive you insane there's just a couple parts where i'm like oh that water kills you or oh i didn't know or you know but again it, it's got that old school feel you know since you mentioned the old school feels. I think it's time we take this game level by level. So the beginning of this game is uh, Mickey and Minnie dancing in the woods. and Frolicking their hearts out. Minnie is kidnapped by a witch that looks kind of like the witch from... Was it Snow White? Snow White. Yeah. But with more of a dog face. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like she's cartooned up a bit. Mm -hmm. it's def uh, she definitely stole the outfit from that witch. Well, it's, I mean, it's, to me, it seems like a pretty clear reference. Yes. And then the game is you are Mickey Mouse, and you are at the Castle of Illusion, and you encounter a series of doors. Each door is a level to another land of illusion, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all the, you know, the bosses are the illusion masters. Gotcha. And the first land of illusion is the Enchanted Forest. Indeed. It's, uh, and what a forest it is, man. It's a uh, pretty good looking, uh, you know, graphically. I like the, the backgrounds look good. Um, you have a yeah. lot of themed, you know, little tree men, mushroom men. Yeah, the enemies are all very cute and they very fitting for this, this level. And like you said, the backgrounds are really nice. I do love that distant foliage there's something about it that just yeah. really pops i do and uh you get some uh there's some you know pretty early on you'll start to encounter these swinging vines where you can jump on you press your c button to hop off now one thing i didn't realize uh until a few moments into attempting the mini swinging vines is that you are invincible while on them yeah when you swing too. through an enemy you'll <laughs> kill it i was trying to like dodge and avoid you know, really goofily there for a bit. Until I, I figured yeah, that out. I um I lost some lives here early on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, and there are also those cool little like leaf bird bat things. Do you know? What I'm talking oh yeah, about? yeah. They're super cute. I like those little guys. They're yeah. like almost remind me of Pikmin or something. Like I can see that. I don't know. Either way, yeah. And there's a. I know there's like a one up and one of the. I think it's one of the last pits that you can. You know, you're swinging over. You can kind of fall down, scroll to the right a little for a second and grab. Right. And you can see it there. At yeah. The, at the. Yeah. You know, as you go past it. There's one before where I accidentally found a bag for of ammo. That thing, but uh, it was hard to get out, so I didn't get it after I realized. You know, once I learned my lesson. But either way, you'll just truck on through at the end. Watch out for giant apple. Will come at you super fast. Yeah, it's very Indiana Jones-esque. You're being chased by the giant rolling object, but you can just jump right over it. You know, there's a gap to hide in, but you yeah. don't need to. And right away, there's the exit. Yes, and you make it right through. But yeah, so you will... Uh, now you move on to a uh, kind of webbed leaf section. There's some spiders, more of those little leaf bats. But, but These are not horrible video game spiders. No, these are some of the nicest, friendliest spiders uh, they're they're not bad and this is a real short screen that takes you to the 
the ghost part, the haunted part where it's like the haunted forest. You have like the dead trees and those yeah. blue ghosts that are invincible. You can, you can bounce off them. Some of them disappear. And, you know, I found that part to be very strange. Yeah, it's a little weird, but uh, it's it's not too tough. Uh, you know, it leads you to there's a cave part. You see all the little ghost mushroom men, and they are cute. The little light blue ones. Yeah, yeah. There's I'm, I'm I know there's items hidden down there, but I didn't explore too much. I just kind of blundered my way to uh, the exit, and because there is a a little bit of a branching path situation at the end of this area. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple places in this game where I'm like, I know there's more to find there, but I I just um you know I didn't check it out on i don't know i know it's there but anyways what i did find was the boss oh yes the evil tree yeah that's exactly what i wrote and this is no kirby evil tree no this is a you know he's pretty creepy looking actually i think yeah because there's like a weird face on the the trunk portion and then it like falls off yeah it's like a a cylindrical log. log of with a face on it that falls off and rolls at you now um, you just jump to avoid it, mm-hmm. and you do need to avoid it twice. Yeah, because it'll go, it'll hit the other sh- the edge of the screen and come back. Yes. So yeah, you will have to avoid it when it rolls back and forth. Uh, but then if you do, it rolls into the tree, causes uh, some acorns to fall, mm-hmm. and then after they fall, that's when you have your prime opportunity to jump on it and stun it. Yeah, they're in like a random pattern, but there's always a gap and. I mean, how many jumps does it take to kill him? Five? Uh, actually, ten. Oh, really? Okay. I know it takes ten apples, but I had uh, read online, I don't know, they said that the jump is usually stronger than apples. It usually is. Okay. Uh, in fact, a lot of bosses, I, I went for the jump after wasting a ton of apples. Uh, agreed. Or thrown whatevers. Yeah, same here. But, you know, it's not that hard to avoid these things. No, this is this guy is, uh, he might even be easier than Wisp, Wispy Woods. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might be. And once you have defeated him, you are bequeathed the red gem. Yes. I mean, I don't know why they left the gem with the tree, especially one whose bark was worse than his bite. Yowch. (laughs) Now, I don't really even understand why you're getting these gems, uh, especially because at the end, it seems like the most worthless gem payoff of all time, (laughs) but we'll get to that. Hey, that wizard dude told you to. He did. And man, he knows what he's talking about, because once you've gotten that red gem, you get to move on to... Toyland Stage Two. Yeah, um, this is a you know really classic toy level. It's interesting too. I was thinking about the kind of pastelly colors and how big that was in toy or you know funhouse themed levels in a yeah. lot. Of, you know where I'm like I don't remember getting a lot of. Uh, well, I think it's kind of like trying to be like a, a kid's room, a toy room, yeah. the baby room, that kind of thing. Tis true, but this is an interesting level because. Um, all right kinds away. of interesting enemies. You, and it's like the exit is right in front of you. That's right. At the you, beginning. You do see the exit instantly, but you cannot access it. No, you will need a key. And it is in the very top left corner of this stage. Yeah, so it's an uphill battle. You're going to see lots of toy soldiers, uh, toy planes, uh-huh. jack-in-boxes. Uh, you know, you're, you're battling your way uphill. But it's really awesome because once you get to the top, you get that key. And the whole level changes. Yeah, it turns into like a sliding level. And then, you know, the, all those hills you were fighting up now become, you know, Ramps, slides. And, and they have coins or no, gems on them. Yeah, you can get a lot of points here, too. And then I think all the enemies disappear as well. I believe so. I don't remember. Or Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's just a free, fun ride down to the bottom. Yeah, and then, boom, you are uh, you go through the exit and you're on to the next uh, level. You'll see, this is where you'll start seeing springs in the floors and another 
very Sonic-y element were those boxes. You know, the it's like a box. Yes. Pu- it's not a box puzzle, but it's like, you know, these moving cubes that you... They uh, move past each other. Yeah, they move up and down. There's like two sets of two, and you have to move from one to one. That is directly in the first Sonic. Like, I really... And I don't remember seeing that in a lot of games. Well, so. this game was developed by Sega, so, I mean... I, I'm like... I, you can I see wonder the how many crew, there. how many of this crew was working on this game that went to Sonic itself. I, I feel like there's like a proto-Sonic in this in this game there are a lot of things that are very reminiscent of the of the sonic games that will become and then uh then you also get to a weird but i kind of liked it the weird like instead of quicksand or stuff you're on jello yeah (laughs) it like wiggles a little bit Uh, it does and it's clear yeah it's pretty cool uh but it does not really offer much of a challenge no it's just yeah it's easily avoided and uh and then beyond that, I think you go through another screen, and then you get to the point where you're going to see the ubiquitous enemy clowns and the screen flippers, the vertical. Yeah, and the weird part is, is when you when you hit one of the buttons, you will flip the screen, but the enemies, they fall to their death. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah, only the ones that are on the screen, though. But then any enemies that come in after that are just yeah. on your on your plane if you're upside down they're on the top if they're if you're right side up they're on the bottom with you yeah and it's an interesting idea like where but they don't really use it for any kind of puzzle purpose it's just killing the enemies really it doesn't allow you to get to or do any other stuff no you know i thought it was going to go somewhere like that but it never did yeah it's like uh yeah but either way um and also another thing in this levels that um you can destroy the yellow blocks that are in the presence like yes and there are some you know this is one of those areas where there are some hidden things yeah if you do destroy those blocks and then move past them usually so it's worth uh worth checking out and uh you know throwing some uh i think you got marbles in this level mm-hmm. chucking them around but either way you will find yourself at the second boss very soon you mean jacked in the boss <laughs> yeah it's a weird uh punching the he is a super jack in the box it's demonic too um it's like if you imagine the cube of a jack in the box with its head coming out the top mm-hmm. it's got two springy arms with boxing gloves on the end on each side and then a, a jumping spring on the bottom yeah i mean this guy is ready to kick some butt this was uh this boss is actually a little i mean he's not hard but he was the first one that actually like well you got to learn what he's doing yeah it's not just beyond obvious from the beginning (laughs) yeah uh, he jumps around and then after a couple jumps he'll do this like punch Mm -hmm. which at that point you do need to duck you can duck it or i mean i guess if you're far enough away you can jump it but that just seems foolish if you duck you're, you're safe the whole time yeah and then um and then afterwards, he goes back in his box. Yeah, and puts out these, like, springs. He'll come throw out, out four yeah. springs that surround him. And you really need to be a little closer to him when he does this. Because you need to be on one of the springs that is directly to his left or right. Yeah, and jump on his head once he comes out. Yeah, if you are if you try to use one of the far away springs, I don't think you'll make it usually. It can be, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, it's definitely best to stay close to him. Because you just have to dodge him when he jumps and then duck. When he's about to land, just in case he punches. Yeah, um, and then I, I wrote rinse and repeat. I didn't really find this boss to be much trouble at all. No, it's a, it's a simple boss, indeed. But it is cool looking. I'll give him that. It's, it's nightmarish, I think. But okay, personally, I, I think clowns and even Jack in the Boxes are creepy. What? Well, yeah. I mean, but I'm, me. I'm cool with it. That's me, man. I had a clown themed bedroom when I was a child, so you poor, poor. It just poor bounces boy. right off. <laughs> now. After you've defeated that clown, maybe you feel vindicated or horrible remorse. <laughs> but either way, you move on to stage three, the storm. 
Yes, and uh, this is a cool, it's an outdoor level. Um, it is it, intense, man. It's a sweet background. Uh, it's almost like apocalyptic out there. Yeah, it's like you're these dark clouds, but like this, like the sun setting kind of. Mm-hmm. You've got a big, bright orange sky and red. I, the background is uh, like my, this is my favorite background, I think. I, I would agree. It looks, it almost looks like an end of the game. I mean, right. not just or world, but like you know, the, it's, this is what I would expect to see in the final level. It's, it was, it's pretty intense. Um, and uh, here you're going to see lots of, uh, well, the first area is where you're going to have, there's tons of these bridges that fall down. And this is where you have the underwater, the currents. You have some swimming sections. It's kind of like a, a little mini maze. You yeah. want to fall in the right one because they all take you to different places. The yeah. currents do. Yeah, yeah. And I spent some time here dying and re- going back uh-huh. through these loops. Because like, if and, you keep going across the top, you'll get to some items. So, okay. And then you have to like backtrack. And I well, was I like, did that. I got the items. And then I, I fell down. And then I fell through the water, and I went right to the exit. Oh, well, I'm jealous. I It, it uh, was pretty awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is that thing Nick was saying was a big pain in the butt, where you use the map. I was like, oh, I lucked out on that. Uh, I got frustrated and checked online. I was like, just which pit is it? It's like, I don't know, second or third. I don't, you, you fall down, and boom, there you go. You're at the end. I think Good it's job. the third one. It's, it's further down in the level. Yeah. But it, either way, I mean, I, I thought it was hilarious that I realized after finding the exit right away that this was probably not the most common path, you know, path to take. Hey, maybe it is. And I'm just, uh, that's special, but then but you're in the... like a temple after this, you know, you yeah, go it's inside, very weird. uh, and you'll see, uh, there's, uh, those little bats that have the, what is that guy's name? Pete, mm-hmm. the mean guy, uh, from Disney. Yes. There's little bats that fly at you. Um, there's, there's some waterfalls that are also like, that's straight out of Sonic. Yeah. They, they really, you know? I think perfected their, uh, overlays in this game for sure yeah and there's uh you get some water torrents that come out of the ceiling and uh, you just avoid those because they will knock you down and that is that's one of the few ways you'll get an insta kill in this game yeah there's bottomless pits but uh, and there's some you know relatively more difficult platforming towards the end with some small platforms and you know oh, definitely you, if you fall to your death i lost this is where this this is where i noted it definitely um gets real this is where the game you know you will start dying if you're going to die at this level yeah it steps it up a little notch um and after that now you're in the little tunnel section where you're you're going against the grain there's floods I coming hate this part. at you <laughs> i i had so much trouble with this part it like, does take a little i died while. once through here and i was just like man i i was after that death i made sure i was so on it because what happens is there's a tunnel that's filling with water, and then the water goes away. Yeah. But when the water is at its full height, it knocks you back to the very beginning of the level and takes off one health. Yeah, it's like a gush of a torrent of water coming at you, and you have to get out of the... You have a few seconds once this, you see this, the level start rising that you got to jump up on a platform to but avoid it. basically, the platforms are just perfectly spaced out enough that you can barely make it from yeah. one to another. you got to be it on it. It gets really bad towards the end of this area. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get through, and it uh, while it does require a little uh, finesse, um, it's uh, followed by one of, if not the easiest boss in the game, I think. Oh, would that be the Lizard Brigade? <laughs> lizard Brigade. Okay, I had Totem. I wasn't sure. I was like, is that frogs or lizards? Oh, did you go with Toad um pole? No, but I I really wish I had. I'm ah. very jealous of you now. Um, anyways. <laughs> This uh this easy boss is just a totem pole and each uh with five sections I think and each mm-hmm. one like a little frog. well and they're made of stone this is the weird part yeah yeah it's they're made of stone and then this little frog or lizard man jumps out of each one and it just disappears right and or when you no, just no. jump on him then it I think it might like 
do some sort of weird attack? I don't know, because this is when you want to use your thrown item. On these guys, you can hit them as they're running around. Whatever they're trying to do to attack you, you can hit them with your thrown item. Right. And they... Just one hit? One hit. I mean, I didn't... Roll I just... back into the column. And then what happens is once you hit them by either throwing something or jumping on them, yeah. they hit the column, I guess die and then they make another one pop out and destroy one of the discs in the column yeah so eventually you really just have to kill five of these guys it's very easy and um, like i said with a thrown item it's one hit man so that's just five throws i was just used i just jumped on him and that was very easy too but uh either way you you got this now do you do you remember what any of the color gems you get from these people are yeah i'm pretty sure they just go in roy g biv order oh that would make sense so we are now on to I, there's I, only five levels that doesn't make sense yeah but the last two give you you get a gem oh, halfway halfway that's right that's right halfway gems either way you get your gem and you move on to the next door and you're always like what could be in here my guess is another illusion mickey yeah and and so it is an illusion of a library it is an illusion because there's a lot of non-library things in here yes and... but it is a very classic <laughs> uh video game trope yeah you are now tiny. Yeah, shrunken. You're shrunken in a giant library. Uh, a library that's full of food. Yeah, um, bottles and books, bookworms, I'm assuming. Now, that's that what makes they're... sense, but I worked in a library, and you know what? They're pretty strict about their food. Yeah, you're not allowed to have milk bottles in there. Not Especially not spilt ones. <laughs> or teacups. Uh, when you get to the first, but anyways, pretty much if you just hit right, you'll get to the first milk bottle, right? The, yes. You enter that, and uh, then you're in a cake world <laughs> yeah like candy land is pretty crazy but it looks good man you're it does you're jumping on little cakes that are floating in the sea of milk mm -hmm. and uh lots of background very colorful now uh, somewhere in this level or the next one i did find um i don't know if it's a i guess it was a secret area i don't know if it's a bonus area inside a teacup did you did you yeah. find that yeah you can go in uh i went into a couple i'm pretty sure you can go on all of them maybe at and, least once the but... problem i found was that there were a few uh, gems in it, but also a lot more guys that could hurt you. It was like sugar cubes. Is that what those are floating in? The yeah. Either way, I, after that first one, I was like, not again. I'm it was, just avoiding Yeah. These. I mean, you can get a bunch of gems. So, I mean. But you're swimming in it. Extra and, men. You know, we we totally failed to, to mention that, that Mickey can swim in this game. Yeah. In, in certain areas. It's just this in the river area. Yeah, yeah. It's not a great swim. It's not. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's not horrible. It doesn't ask too much of you, I no. don't think. But either way. Uh, you know, if as you battle your way through the uh, cake world, you'll eventually come across those gummy, those red dolphins or Swedish fish. That's yeah, what I thought. <laughs> I to they're dolphin version of Swedish fish, and I really did like them. They they totally get the feel of that red candy. Yeah, and uh, after you just get to the end of it, you'll find the green gem, and uh, then you're just back. It kicks you out of the milk bottle, and you're halfway through. Like bonus, free gem, no boss, awesome. No boss, awesome. Now, now you'll be heading to a different chunk of the library where you're heading vertically up. Mm -hmm. um, there'll be those falling books. You're swinging on the, the light cords. Now, I found this section to be a little little more difficult. Also, because at this point I had forgotten that you were invincible on the cords. Oh, right. So that was foolish of me. But I do like the fact that when you jump on the light cord, you turn off the lights. It was a cool effect. Yes, and uh, which doesn't really hurt you at all, but it's no. just a nice touch. and. Although this is also where you'll see the um, animated letter A's, the Scarlet A. Yeah, they're a pain in the butt. They're the worst enemy in the game. They're harder than bosses. I hate them. They're they're too short to shoot. Yeah. And they're hard to jump on because they'll jump at you. And they have so. a really high jump. Yeah, yeah. They're like it's higher than you can jump. It feels like I don't know. I just I ran past these guys. I tried to as well anytime I could, and avoiding them 
will quickly bring you to a second milk bottle where you will encounter... You go into another cake world, but this time it's a boss battle. Yes, it's Pete's Red Dragon. Is that what? Wait, it, it oh. looks like Pete's Dragon. <laughs> it its does. face. Okay, yeah, it's got the jaw. I was trying. I was like, it looked familiar, but I couldn't yeah, place it. But it's totally got that Pete's Dragon look to its its head. Yeah, almost a Popeye-ish jaw. Yeah. But either way, he's really easy too. Um, oh man, so this is the classic, you know, sixteen-bit. Um, My neck is made of many balls. Yeah. Kind of dragon. You are on uh, a milk. See, there are three platforms that you can stand on, and randomly the dragon will pop out from in between those. Yeah, in the various pits, he'll he'll arise and... Um, and then lunge at you. I guess. If you just hit him as soon as he appears, I just jump on yeah. him and then he goes back down. And I Even if you that. wait, you know, it, <laughs> he, he sticks his neck out and then he just sits there for a good second or so. I, I never saw him attack me when I fought him, so that's why I'm like, this one and the frogs, I'm like, they're both really easy. Yeah. Like, I just feel like this one you could feasibly screw up and die so i feel like the frogs might be a little you could fall into that milk yep what a way to go though but seriously this guy takes i think five jumps on his head and you've got him and then he will give you the next gym in the rainbow and then you can move on to the final level the castle yes the castle now uh... not the castle of illusion because you're already in the castle Yeah, this is an illusion of a different castle yeah, so don't get too confused. <laughs> this is an illusion of a different, more classical castle. Because it is filled of, with knights and, and many other castle-y things. Yeah, and this is where you'll start using candles as your weapons. You can see there's usually like stairs, pillars, some knight armors in the background. Some of which will attack you as you move by. Uh, there are those knights. A lot more obstacles, I feel like, in these levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A lot more falling, uh, spiky things and blocks and, and you know, rolling balls. Just yeah, the, those the levels weird, out to look, get you. It looks like a giant cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there are those knights that are throwing the maces at you, which reminded me of the dudes in Zelda 2, Doom Knockers. Okay. I was like, well, hey. A lot of this level, uh, you know, these levels get into what I would, what it reminded me of a uh, castlevania three territory okay, okay so you know you've got those knights yeah, uh yeah. they remind me of the the battle axe throwing knights and at the same time you're you're climbing up through some gears and, and clockwork oh that's true that's true well i mean yeah after you get through the first chunk you'll find the you know at the end there'll be an area with some falling platforms those bubbles are coming out you avoid those mm-hmm. get the gym and then that's when you start going up with the clock tower type stuff, you know? And you have to be on your toes because they use the same sprite for three different types of gears. <laughs> uh, make sure you're checking to see if it's rotating. Because if so, you know, you just have to be careful. It will rotate you that direction. Yeah. If it's not doing anything, that means it's going to fall. Yeah, those are the yellow looking ones. So yeah. you have like half a second on those. They do fall. And there's a couple of tricky jumps off of those. They, mm-hmm. they do push it towards the end. Yeah, I mean, you've the, and you've got those, those stupid bats or those guys are going left and right. They're Although, some annoying places. They are, but I did find that they're all times kind of helpful. If you can jump off the bat, oh yeah, you can get a really nice jump onto some areas that you you can skip a few gears here and there. And find there's a quite a few stars and and cetera items that you can you know bat yeah. off to to get there. The very final portion of the castle level, I mean they. They know it's going to be a little harder because I feel like every, you know, couple areas, there's at least two stars just sitting right yeah. there waiting for you. Yeah, which is a good, I mean, and towards the end, you'll get some swinging pendulums again, very Castlevania three, uh, but uh, not not as tough, I don't think. <laughs> but No, because, you know, you have a much bigger jump and then you can always do the bounce off the enemies if they're nearby. So mm-hmm. while there are some tight jumps, none of them are impossible. Yeah. And then you get to uh, the boss. You um, mean... A guy. 
<laughs> I wrote he's a human-sized giant because he looks like a giant. The way they would draw him in, like you know, yeah. Jack the, the Giant, the, the fee-fi-fo-fum. But he's not as big as a giant. He's no. just a dopey-looking oaf. Or... He just looks like a dude, like a big. Goofy looking dude. Like, this is one of the biggest letdown bosses of all time. I think he's hilarious. A local oaf. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he's like an oaf. That's basically it. Now, the boss fight is a little bit tricky. Uh, When I first encountered him, I was a little confused. I mean, I went in full force. Yeah. And I lost a life. Yeah, you can't just jump on him. You have to wait. Like, he does some jumps, and when he gets close to you, then he... He kind of grimaces. Yeah, his, he, he face, a little... his facial expression will change. And then he swings something at you. I couldn't tell it's what like it is. It's like a bag or a mallet? I It's something, because it's it just goes from like behind his shoulder to... That's why I feel like it's a yeah. bag. Yeah, maybe. Because but... he's holding it on his back like it's a sack. It's very easy to dodge. It's just like once he makes that face, you jump and land, land on, on his head. And you do that a few times. You and... know, the hardest part of this uh, boss fight is after you've hurt him, sometimes he will jump at you. Yeah. And that jump can be a little tricky to avoid if you're, you know, real close to the walls. You just yeah. You just keep your uh yeah, keep your, your head about you and you'll be fine. Um he gets progressively redder and purple as you keep stomping on him and then eventually disintegrates. Which I, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. And when he does, you you've gotten the final gem. Yeah, and congratulations. Uh, you use them then? Uh Yeah, and this is the part that kills me. So you get the gems. And you're like, "Oh man, what's going to happen? Am I making some sort of awesome gym sword am i gonna use it to kick some butt yeah if if you're coming from a kirby expectations you'll be disappointed there's no you know laser sword at the end of this one (laughs) no because you take those five gems and put around or six or whatever you take your gems and you make a rainbow bridge yeah for about 15 feet of space it's really funny when you realize you're like i'm just at the top of this castle i make this this little bridge just go over to this Top building is one tower, and I was like, "What? You could? I've seen you jump farther than that. I just made you throw jump. a rope. Yeah, use one of those mini vines. <laughs> Who knows? But it's just a pretty pathetic way to use those those gems. The Bifrost Bridge of the Saint. But either way, you you're just taken straight into Miserable's Tower and the battle with Maleficent. Yeah. Now this part took me by surprise, <laughs> and I was I was pleasantly surprised this... because the the old witch like roids out into. Straight up, full on Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Pretty much, and you got uh, we, who we all know is the coolest and most badass of all the Disney villains. <laughs> She's uh, and and Minnie's up trapped in a bubble in the middle of this room. It's got quite a few levels of uh, platforms all around. Mm-hmm. Now Maleficent appears, and that's about as cool as it gets. <laughs> because this boss fight was another major letdown for it's me. It's very easy. Um, she just teleports around and summons these little ghosts that fly around. Well, okay, so she starts to teleport, and then there's four places that she could be, and you're not sure which of those four places she'll appear. She flashes in all of them, and then eventually settles down in one. Mm -hmm. And when she does so, she summons in these spirits that circle around her. Yes. Now, they can hurt you when they come in and when they're circling around her, but you can jump on those and bounce bounce off. Yeah. They'll still hit you after she emits them. They shoot out yeah. in all eight directions, but so it's like... She does shoot them out in eight directions, and then you've got about, what, two seconds, three seconds, where she's just vulnerable. standing there yep. waiting for you to jump on her head. So I just bounced on them. You know, I just wait till she appeared nearby, and then now, jump and bounce. And were then... you able to ever hit her when she was in the top position? Uh, no, I just... That's where I was, and I, I was usually up at the top, mm-hmm. so when she would come in places like that were too high i just avoided i was i'll just wait till there's an easy one because it's pretty easy to avoid her her pair of ghostly orbs 
Yeah. If you are not near her, then you've got all the room in the world to get, get away from them. Yeah, I always just tried to come down from above, bounce on those things, and then whenever she would shoot them off, I'd dodge the one going straight up, mm-hmm. land on her, and then just go wait for the next one. And I think it only takes like five or six hits. Yeah, it's not... It, all the bosses are about the same. It's you know, pretty, and, pretty easy. You know, this is one time where I would really wish to see her change into that giant dragon. Oh, right. But she doesn't. No, nope. She just turns back into the old miserable little old witch. And then... Uh, who, she's... I guess, has seen the error of her ways. Yeah, she's she's turned over a new leaf bat and... Uh... Because the building is now starting to shake, maybe fall apart, who knows? You don't... You're not going to stick around, though. Because you're going to go on a gondola ride, baby. That's right. On a... Attached to a flying broom. That's right. Miserable takes you and your little lady... Minnie Mouse for a very sweet romantic ride across the kingdom. Yeah, you go by New Schwanstein Castle with some fireworks and uh, takes you back to Vera City. Yep. And there's a nice little cutscene between uh, Mickey and Minnie there. Mm hmm. Yeah, she gives you a, a big old smooch and uh, Mickey does a classic uh, love struck pass out. You yeah, know. he does a little spin a rooney and then falls down. And it's, it is really well animated. It is. And, uh, you know, and then you're back to dancing in the forest. And you get a really nice credits. Um, you get credits from everyone. So then at the very end, uh, you get the final reveal. And that is maybe all along this was just a play or a film. Yeah, where you're, you're in a theater, the curtain's up there. and uh... Now the, the theater is full of Mickey Mouse fans. They're all wearing their little hats. Are they? Or are they all mice? Well, I don't know. Because I was like... That'd be really creepy if there were, like, 50 mice men and just Minnie Mouse in the middle. You know? Like, there are no other bows out there. That's true. That's why I feel like or, they're all just uh, fans and hats. Because right. at the very end, Mickey and Minnie turn around. Yeah. Give you the final goodbye. And a job well done. Is that what it says? No, I just said that. Okay. And then you cut <laughs> straight to that classic Sega logo, and it has hard resetted you back to the beginning. Yes, sir. And that's it. Pretty decent ending. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, all around. Yeah, it's. I mean, nothing blowing up. You know, I don't know. It's kind of nice, refreshing. All right, now we are in the review portion of our show and of course we use the classic nintendo power review system that has four categories each of which has a possible score from zero to five starting with graphics and sound well nick i gave this game a 3.5 i did too wow all right (laughs) jinx um you know, there's not a lot to say. And it has really nice sprites, but even better animations and mm-hmm. gorgeous backgrounds. Yeah, the backgrounds really steal the show, uh, I thought, in a lot of the levels. And, I mean, I like the music well enough. That... It's fun music, but it's nothing that's, you know, going to stay in my head. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're not great tunes, but I really thought, I was like, this game gets some really good sound out of the Sega sound chip that sounds not that Sega-y. Like, it sounded like real instruments. I was, I was just kind of realized that when I was thinking about it in retrospect. I was like, not, no. not as many shrill noises or uh, really metallic-y sounds. Yeah, which, I mean, again, that doesn't bother me to begin with, but I just thought it was interesting to note for, for this game. I, I agree. Um, the, you know, the music, it wasn't phenomenal, but it was not bad in any way, shape, or form. It was more just there, but it definitely served uh, its purpose and, and gave you the feeling you need for each level. Thank you. 
Well, Nick, what did you score this game in the category of play control? I gave it a 2.5. All right, I gave it a 3.0. Okay. Um, you know, I said it was slow, but solid. Yeah. And, you know. there's the, Everything seemed to work okay. Uh, it gives you the, you know, kind of normal amount of options for a, a side-scrolling game. Uh, you know, the only thing is, like, you know, the walk and the jump are, are a little slow for, for my personal taste, but yeah. that's not a play control issue. Exactly. It it. Mickey can always do what's needed of him. You know, you're never asked to make jumps that are really like on the razor's edge yeah. of your, you know, hit box or anything like that. So I feel like most of the time you can do exactly what you need. And then the addition of that bounce jump really allows you to get to places that are a little out of reach and, and you know, gives you a little more freedom. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, what did you rate the challenge factor of this game? Uh, I gave it a 2.5. Oh, this might be the first game I gave a lower challenge rating than you. <laughs> I gave it a 2.0. It's, I mean, it's really not bad. No. Like, for me, I just, I was like, when I when I beat it the final time, it was like, I was... Did you use a second continue? Uh, no, but I almost, yeah. I almost did. Okay. So I was like, it's just, I mean, it's short, it's pretty easy, uh, there's... Not it, a whole lot of real deep challenge. No, it. it definitely gets harder towards the end. The The castle level is a step up, I'd say, mm-hmm. from the rest of them in, in, in difficulty. Oh, yeah. But, you know, um, for the most part, the fact that you have two continues, and there are ample free lives. You know, you get at mm-hmm. least one or two free lives to find in every level, and then all those points. Yep. I feel like you could probably get two out of every single level you go through. So, you know, I didn't think it was too rough. And, you know, if you need to, you can always practice on that easy mode. It's true. It's true. Well, our final category is theme and fun, Nick. Um, I gave this a 3.0. Man, we were almost equal across the board <laughs> because so did I. It's a fun game. Um, it's, uh, you know, I have a, it's brief and easy or breezy for short. Uh, it's a fun, you know, kind of old school platformer that, uh, you know, it's getting the first fresh new coat of 16-bit paint, and I kind of like to see it, you know, as like a... Oh, yeah. And, you know, it it had an easier time with its theme by going Castle of Illusion, you know, where each level's a different illusion. But it really played up to each uh, level's theme really well. Yeah. You know, in the Toyland, the enemies were great toys, and, you know, each land did represent, you know, what it was through its enemies and, and through its challenges. And I like that um, it frequently used different, you know, like there's the underwater tunnel part that only happened to one level. You know, a lot of the different levels have a different, you know, it's not always necessarily tied into the theme of the level, but, you know, there's lots of different types of, you know. Unique challenges. Yeah, and, you know, platforming attempts and stuff. It's good good stuff. You know, it's just, it is not hard and it's a little slow, but it's definitely fun. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's nice, refreshing, easy game. Well then, Nick, what do you think? Should you play this game? I I think so. Um, it's not demanding. I don't see why not. It's a fun little game. Um, yeah, I mean, I said, sure. If you love Mickey Mouse, or, you know, you just need an easy game that's that's a, a, a fun afternoon. This is the kind of thing to pick up and breeze through. Yeah, and uh, I think it's uh, an interesting, too, in a, in a way where it's kind of like a... Uh, a missing link between you know old school and sonic like you can see where they're um, starting to do these new things yeah like you said there are platforms that that move very sonic-y you know the underwater current areas there's a lot of things that you see in this game that you will be playing again when you get to sonic one so let's rephrase that maybe you're a huge mickey fan maybe you're a huge sonic fan or maybe you just 
What a nice, good-looking, easy game to play. Then this is the game to play some lazy Saturday afternoon. Next week's game will be Rygar for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controllers and play along, Cartridge Commandos. And remember, folks, if there's anything we got wrong, stuff we forgot, stuff you want to tell us, things you want us to not forget in the future, let us know. Drop us an email at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. And please like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. You can always tweet at us on the Twitter at Cart Command. You can subscribe to the show on any podcasting app that you may use to listen to this show. Yeah, or multiple ones if you're feeling crazy. If you are. Now, we always ask and we continue to ask, please share this show with a friend. We'd love for you to have someone else to discuss these old games with and maybe play along with as well. And of course, we must always thank our patrons at patreon.com slash cartridge command because it's them that make this show possible. So we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We are all in your debt. Indeed. And you know what? Keep sharing those great gaming memories because who knows, you may be in the next episode. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! jacket <laughs> yeah I, I was like it's toasty man i am getting a little warm here in the cartridge command center i'm really proud of totem pole i i am well done well played sir <laughs>